Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, this is Sean from Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Today we're discussing student loans. For those that have them and feel drowned in debt, or those that plan to have them, or parents that have children that will have them, we've got a show for you. It's student loans, people. Get smart from the start. Two Black Guys with Good Credit. So my man Derek, why did we decide to do a show on student loans? Because it's a loan, Sean, and it's not something that you should be intimidated by. If you create a strategic plan, convince yourself you can graduate with a degree, and have minimal debt when you get out, it can be done. Student loans aren't your first option, as most are led to believe, but it's your last option. Get smart from the start. Let's get it. You heard what the man said. We're going to have you graduating in the black and not in the red. Stay tuned, everybody. Matt, take us away. Thank you, Sean. This sponsorship break is brought to you by CLEAN. CLEAN is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars. To bring it to a school or organization near you, please visit www.financiallyclean.com. Welcome back, people. It's Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. We bought back again the credit king for... His second show, yes, he passed the first show. He got great reviews. Thank you, Derek. How you feeling? I'm good. Thanks for having me back. I'm I'm still black and my credit's still good. So anytime. <laughs> that's why you're He's here. Consistent. Let's not forget. Let's not forget my big brother out there. Shout out to my main man Arlington. So, with that being said, let's do what we do every week. Bringing on the the lady with the facts. So, Dion, is there a history behind this whole student loan thing? There is a whole 176 years worth of history and the evolution of student loans. So the first student loan was actually offered to students of Harvard University in 1840. Ivy League only, huh? Damn, Ivy League, <laughs> man, they're getting free, they're getting loans? No. They were the first. <laughs> That's actually not ironic, surprising. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then it was in 1958 uh, when basically uh, the National Defense Education Act was implemented to really help the United States be competitive against other countries, particularly the Soviet Union. So <laughs> high school students who showed promise in mathematics, science, engineering, a foreign language, they were offered grants, scholarships, and loans. So this is, it was still good then. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then it was in 1965 when the educational opportunity grants were then um, established. And that was colleges that were recruiting students who actually had considerable financial need. Mm-hmm. So that's when you first, first saw that come onto the, to the scene. Then it was in 1993, the Student Loan Reform Act officially implemented the direct lending program. So ah, that's when government okay. now directly could lend to the borrower as opposed to through a financial institution. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Then it was in 2008. We all know what happened then. 
Even the student mm. loan market was affected. So the credit markets had problems. Private lenders ended up backing out of uh, the famous you know, f- uh, federal family education loan program oh. um, as they could not afford these guaranteed uh, or subsidized loans uh, anymore. So uh, it was in 2010, actually, under the Obama administration that the FFELP was then um, completely uh, abolished. And now any new federal loan had to be a direct loan. So private lenders, that's when you really saw that whole side of things really spur up and started offering uh, private loans to students independently from the government. And by 2012, the total amount of student loan debt surpassed $1 trillion. And here we are. So we saw a whole bell curve here from start to finish. I guess we can just blame the whole thing on Harvard. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Darn Ivy Leaguers. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I don't want Harvard graduates or students sending us in in letters. It may be hard for us to encrypt what they're trying to say, to decrypt what they're saying to us. Anyhow, you know, people moving forward, people tend to make student loans their first option when looking for when educating them, when covering the cost of their education. You know, and, and as I state, and I'll state time and time again, I believe it should be your last options. There's so many alternatives that you can look for. You know, I, I like free money and, you know, bursaries, scholarships, yeah. grants, those sort of things. Whoa, you know, whoa, 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 kinda... whoa, 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 whoa. Take time out, time out. You can't just gloss over the word bursary like that. I've never heard of that before. I, I need a definition of something. Dion, can, can you help me out well, with that? Well, the millennial doesn't know it. You well, didn't Google it? You haven't Googled it yet? You haven't... Well, don't, don't have enough lady time. Lady with the facts to the rescue, okay? When we don't have Google. <laughs> <laughs> so, loans... I'm sure we're pretty familiar, but I'll go through it. That's where the money is not free and you are required to pay it back. And not just the actual principal, but the accumulated interest as well, Mm -hmm. right? Um, As opposed to bursaries, scholarships, and grants, which are all actually free money. Um, In the case of bursaries, um, you may have to sign a work contract in kind, uh, but... Bursaries are more tied to a profession or a field of study. Maybe so funding bursary, studies, for bursary with a B. I just want to make sure I'm That's writing this down. That's with a B. Okay. Yes. Get someone else to pay yes. for it. I got you. Okay. Right. Okay. And then we have scholarships, uh, also free money, but uh, merit-based. So it may be for academic performance or um, a- athletic performance. We know so many out case, there who have... In my case, in my case. Like in your case, the whole <laughs> basketball scholarship that you never got. And then um, you have... But, and I also okay, want to just okay. remind people... <laughs> Above and, the room. <laughs> not all scholarships are based on high achievement. So don't let that scare you from exploring scholarships because there are many that could be based on community involvement, artistic skill, perhaps, um, again, financial need. So definitely explore scholarships. And then you have grants. Uh, again, more based on financial uh, need. It's more need-based. Okay. And in this case, uh, grades may be required. Uh, but here, what makes it different, again, is that t- it tends to come from either private companies, maybe it's your parents' work, for example, uh, maybe it's your church that's offering uh, the grant. So lots of options here, people. Sean is definitely on to something here. It's funny that you mentioned that, you know, not till after I graduated, I had a family member who, you know, who, who, who got into university and, um, you know, you know, did, did, was an average student, worked hard, but was an average student and he was able to graduate with minimal debt, and he got grants and bursaries from places that are not the obvious. Like, mm. his passing godfather was part of a lodge, and the lodge had a scholarship fund for, for kids, and, he, and nobody else applied. So he, every year, he got a $5,000 bursary from his godfather's lodge. And no requirements, nice. right, Sean? You just had no, to apply? No, I just had to apply, and his mother... Then from her old high school had a, a scholarship fund which he applied for and he got every year as well. And these are things that I didn't explore. Like some of them, we always think like when we're getting free money, it's either financial based or uh, level of edu- uh, achievement based. We have to score a certain score, or do certain performance. Well, you can just get things by just applying. Right. And that's one thing that you know. As aggressively you apply for loans, you need to be aggressively applying for the big word there bursaries and grants and scholarships. Yeah, I mean, 
so I, I couldn't get a scholarship for doing two points a game like Sean did. That's fine. So I have to think about <laughs> I've got to think Check about my return facts. on investment. Google OK, I'm, uh, I'm just uh, saying I, I couldn't do that. So I've got to think about the return on investment. I ask myself, is what I'm going to borrow this money for going to be enough to provide me the money to pay off the debt? And if it's not, I've got to consider other options. You got to remember a loan is a financial decision and not just an educational one. Facts. Wow, that was powerful, Derek. Um, and just to kind of break things down, depending on what you know profession you decide to go in, student loans, for one, are the number one form of consumer debt outside of mortgages, mm. just to put things into perspective. That, is, that okay? is crazy. That is just crazy. Yes. And then 40% of that trillion dollars of student loan debt um, goes to, gra- uh, to finance graduate and professional degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you an example, the NBA, you're probably going to average about $42,000. A master's NBA. of science. NBA. Okay. So I'm, I'm going back to my basketball year. <laughs> NBA. Right. So I was making a lot more. I, could, I got turned down a lot more when I got offered to play in the NBA. I need a to see your more. stats. I need to see these <laughs> stats if you're going to keep bringing it up. That's all I'm saying. Okay. If you go for a master's of science, gentlemen, $50,400 on average. A master's of education, again, about $50,000. A master of arts, $58,000. If you get a degree in law, $140,000. Oh, my chest. Oh, my chest hurts. And then (laughs) if you want to go into medicine and the sciences. I know why lawyers are the way they are. Oh, my God. It all makes sense. They owe so much money. That's why they like the bill. That's why they're billing you out the wazoo. Um, But if you want to get into medicine, health science, $161,000 on average. And that was newamerica.org study. So you really have to evaluate, as you said, the return. Oh, I agree with you because these are like these are like mortgages, Dion. And if think about it, if you're applying for a mortgage, aren't you going to shop around, find your best deal, find ways in which to get the mortgage price reduced? Right. Absolutely. That, that's almost as high as mortgages. Why aren't people looking at student loans in the same regards? It, 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 there's shocking. There's got to be more research. I mean, you're, those are staggering numbers. And I mean, in addition to going to college to find your passion, you've got to research your field of study. Take a look at the Operation Outlook Handbook for salary estimates. You just got to do your research out there. If you figure the starting salary of an engineer might be 60000 and their education costs 30000 seems reasonable you can pay that off. But let's, let's flip that a little bit. The starting salary was 60000 and you had to pay 120000 for that education. You might not be too happy about your collegiate decisions. Just saying. You got to get your hustle on. Got That's to. Right. Yeah, you're right, Derek. Salaries may not be going on par with student debt. They're probably not, one, they're probably not synced. No. So people have to r- recognize that. Right. There is a, there is a rule of thumb um, that I picked up in my research, um, and they basically said, what is, what is affordable debt? So the total student loan debt at graduation, you should be going for, it should be less than the, than the borrower's annual income so that it can be repaid in about 10 years or less. Because we all know there are actually people who are now retired and are still paying off their student loan debt. So we mm. want you guys to be more strategic than that. That's the goal. Yeah, parents, you need to encourage your children to apply for summer jobs or part-time jobs that have scholarships. We say it all the time, Dion and I, in our program. You know, KFC has a scholarship program. McDonald's has a scholarship mm. program. And if you're making minimum wage at those jobs, but you get a $5,000 scholarship at the end of the summer to board school, You've just made from $10 an hour probably to $20, $30 an hour. And once again, these opportunities are waiting there. There's not a big pool of c- candidates applying for these things. So yeah. aligning yourself with companies that offer scholarships towards schools is the right thing to do. I know Sean Linda would be flipping burgers for a five dollars to $7,000 scholarship the following semester for school. You hey, better hey. do that. Who wouldn't take a Big Mac with a side of scholarship? I, I don't know who would turn that down. <laughs> Just saying. And honestly... That's, that's what I like to call the Big Mac rate. attack. Yeah. That's a Big Mac attack. <laughs> and uh, some fried chicken with a little bursary. And if you couldn't... If, if you have another alternative, I would consider a program with a shorter time of education, like a trade. There used to be Voltech that used to be very popular, and somehow we've gotten away from that. You may be able to get hired sooner, and have the employer pay for your pay for your further education. What was that? The bursary? 
Is bursary is what we said? Don't don't dismiss those trade fields. For all those who are listening, because I know homeowners like myself, you dread when the plumber, the electrician has to come to your house, just like you dread having to pay a doctor's bill, because you know they're going to charge out the wazoo. So, yes, trade schools, two-year schools, that's a good ROI. It's a great return on your investment. Yes, and not, not to be... <laughs> I just want to make sure people really grasp, and I'm, I know you have, but we're giving you these tips because it's 2018 and Americans are more burdened by student loan debt than ever. Okay, so just to give you the average student loan debt of the class of 2017, it was $39,000, right? That's 6% up from the previous year. So that's why we can't stress enough to get smart from the start. And I even know in my lovely state of New York State, they're offering free tuition to state colleges and city colleges. So, you know, I always say, I've said it this Friday in my class that, you know, if your plan is to go to graduate school and a great school, you may want to go to a school where you can uh, undergra- do undergraduate where it's minimal cost. And then, you know, maybe invest in your graduate program. You know, look at those things because now the schools are, you know, since... Guys like Bernie Sanders and other politicians out there that are pushing, promoting, you know, free higher education. And the government is starting to turn their way and looking towards that. So explore those avenues as well. I don't care what people think, but I'm going to say it. Why not Canada? I knew it. (laughs) Education is a return on your investment. And you need to evaluate costs versus rewards. And when it comes to your education, I'm sorry, there are some schools out there that the fee does not outweigh the reward. For example, do you want a Trump University degree now, Derek? What's that worth today? <laughs> Canada right. offers a world-class education for, you know, a third of the cost. Tuition in Canada is less than $8,000 a year, Derek. I'm talking year, not month, not week. A year, Derek. And there are some great world-class Canadian schools, like the school that I went to, University of Ottawa. There's also McGill University, Queen's University, University of Toronto, and the school that Dion went to, Carleton University. All great schools, minimum cost, reward outweighs the cost. Can't beat it with a bat like that. Okay, that's an interesting difference. Now I'm jealous I'm not in Canada. Do you need citizenship for that? No, you don't, Derek. I went to school with so many foreign students. It's you don't need citizenship. We welcome you. Ho ho ho. Make your way over to Canada. Oh Canada. Well, for those that are getting all they need to know, guess what? There's more to learn. Stay tuned, people. Matt, take us away. It's student loans. Get smart from the start. This commercial break is brought to you by Canvas Malibu. Canvas Malibu is a boutique and contemporary art gallery in Malibu, California. At Canvas Malibu, it starts with art, and their curated offering of shoes, apparel, accessories, and art are a definite must-see. Canvas Malibu is located in the Malibu Country Mart or online at canvasmalibu.com. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Today we're talking student loans, get smart from the start, and initially we gave you some ideas of how to fund your education and not and thinking about alternatives other than making the, applying for a loan your first option. You know, we talked about bursaries, grants, scholarships, and so forth. But before we move forward, I know you're getting excited. You want to hear more. I think we need to kind of go back a little and talk about two different types of loans, a federal loan or a private loan. And who better yet to talk about these two types of loans than the lady with the facts? How about that? What do you have to say, Dion? So, in terms of the pros and cons of federal student loans versus private, federal student loans are definitely the way to go for so many reasons. One... Whoa, uh, so you're talking about in this scenario, our current administration, our current federal government is the way to go? Is that what you're saying right now? (laughs) It's the way to go. Didn't think about it that way. I'm just saying. I'm not calling out names, Derek. As Dion is saying, for the record... As a young African-American woman, <laughs> you're seeing right now, it's best to go federal. This is what I'm saying to you. This is what you're saying right now, Dion. With regards to student loans. <laughs> <laughs> it's best to walk up to the White House and say, give me money for my student, for my education. Is that what you're saying right now? Not 2008, from 2000 to 2000. I'm talking right now. That's the best way to go. 
In terms of federal student loans, Sheldon, <laughs> you are a lawyer. <laughs> they are the way to go, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. If I may do so. So, for one, fixed interest rates. So, your monthly payments tend to be more predictable, right? Versus private loans where they can be variable. So, that's one. Okay. Two, federal student loans do provide subsidized interest benefit. So um, there are, are situations where the government will pay your interest during the in-school period, right? Or they, or they have longer grace periods before you have to start actually paying back the loan. That's a big plus. Um, My man Donald. Interest. Donald's paying us back. I don't think he... I don't, if you listen to the evolution of the history of student loans, he cannot take credit for this. Um, these he were would. already in place. He would. Fake news, fake news. <laughs> Um, but federal student loans, they also have several provisions. If you have financial hardship, you know, they do offer um, deferment, forbearance. Um, they can also be income-driven in terms of repayment plans. So there's a lot more flexibility. But with private loans, there is none of that. So just keep that in mind. you got to pay when they want you to pay how, you want, how they want you to pay it. Um, federal student loans... Uh, also offer loan forgiveness programs, right? So they're including public service loan uh, forgiveness programs. Again, student loans do not. Okay? The uh, private ones do if you, if you do bankruptcy. That, that's what their forgiveness is called, bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, for both, you can't shake a, a loan. Oh, really? There's no shaking a, a, a loan through bankruptcy. So let me just put that out there. There you go. Um, so yeah. I can't I can't file for bankruptcy and, and my federal loan will be. It forgiven. will haunt you till your grave. Um, but the other thing with private private student loans, I will say, is that if you or your parents have very good credit, um, that can help you with regards to special pricing. Um, if you have a 750 plus credit score, uh, you can get a very very good rate on your loan, which will then bring down the price overall. And all of so, our listeners qualify for that. That's uh, absolutely because it's a dar show, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so just keep in mind, private loans, you know, don't depend on need. It's really about credit score. So if you want to go that route, got to bring it. And and the most interesting thing about that is once you once you go down that process of starting your loan, there's no turning back. It's not like a mill where if you don't like it, you can send it back. You owe a debt at this point. And there's only three options once you get there. You can either accrue more debt as you complete school. Reduce your debt by working to pay it off or stop accruing debt entirely by dropping, dropping out or graduating. Obviously, I'm in favor of the first two because you already came this far. Well, tell Bill Gates and Steve Jobs that. They were dropping Mike Zuckerberg. One out of a million, if, if not a larger number. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Let's, I'm not promoting dropping out of school. Finish school. You're absolutely right. But, you know, while you're in school, I definitely think... You know, I'm always in hustle mode, as anybody that around me will know. So work your angles with hustle mode. Continue to look for grants, bursaries, all throughout your college There's years. There's that word again. get it in your freshman year. There's that word, the big bursa. Just because you didn't get it in your freshman year doesn't mean you won't get it before you graduate. I guarantee you, every any person that's listening to this show that's in college or applied for college, if within those four years, if you aggressively be always looking for ways in which to subsidize your education, there will be an opportunity for you to take advantage. Definitely always a way. You just got to go hard or go home. Another thing I like to say is, you know, borrow, you know, borrow what you need. It's not free money. There's a payback time. You know, even though they may give a grace period, there's a pay. You know what? Let me stop. This is two black guys with good credit. <laughs> and you know me, I keep it, as we say in Brooklyn, I keep it 100 <laughs> For those that don't know what it means, that means I keep it honest, 100% translation. So let me take this back. This is only for the savvy, okay, Derek? Okay. The savvy. Not you young millennials that get caught up too quick. This is for the savvy, the laid back that can analyze. Tell us tell us the, the old man <laughs> skills. Tell us the old man skills. Well, I probably shouldn't say this, but if you qualify for a loan or for a grant or something like that, take it. And, you know, if you don't need the money, put it aside, invest it, put it in something. We talked about other shows, different type of fixed income securities like a CD, a treasury bill, a bonds. Go back and listen to our old shows. We'll tell you different investments. Now, now you have to give us an example of that. You, You can't just say something like that without giving us an example. Give us an example of that. Well, I have a family member who I will not call. I got a huge family and, um... His mother, um, smartly enough, was able was putting money away for his education, calling it 
uh, educational savings plan throughout from the day he was born till now he just turned 18 and he got accepted into a, a two-year college as a trade school. So he didn't need, the money she saved was basically for a four-year college. So she had a surplus of income up to apply for, sc- for school. She had more than what she saved and more than what she needed. But I told her and encouraged her to still apply for grants or loans. And they qualified for a grant or loan. And they used that grant or loan money to, to pay for his school and kept the money that she put aside, aside and earned interest on it. So that by the time he graduates now, she'll use that money to repay back the loan and earn a little more interest along the two, three years that he's in school. You follow me? Okay. So, so let me get this straight. Free education. And then you're using, you're using the loan from the government. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. To actually make money. That's what you're telling me. Using is not a, is a strong... Okay, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Let, me. let me rephrase that. You're facilitating. Like he, quali- he or she or it <laughs> qualified for a grant or loan in some place in this universe, they got that grant or loan while still had money put aside for education. Nice. And instead of using the money put aside, they used the money towards, they used the loan or grant money to help to pay for their education. And you know what? To be quite frank, this is done all the time. It's just being smart with your money. And I, as I see all the time, using other people's money to make money, take advantage of it. The system is there for you to, to find these opportunities, as I call them. That's nice. I mean, I don't have any stories as interesting as that one. I I would just try to work down the debt if you have the ability while you're in school, pay it down, get some odd jobs or something. The ability to pay down the principal prior to that interest accruing would be a massive advantage. Totally. And most students allow uh, student loans allow the borrower to defer defer payments of principal and interest until after they graduate. Um, often there is a six month grace period before you repay back um, your loan. Um, interest that is charged during the in-school and grace period will be capitalized um, if it is not paid as it accrues. However, most student loans um, allow the borrower to defer payments of principal and interest until after the student graduates. Often there's a six-month grace period before repayment begins. Uh, the interest that is charged during the in-school and grace period, uh, please note, will be capitalized if it is not paid as it accrues. So by the time you are ready to pay, you have the principal and then it's going to cost so much more because you've got that interest that's been accruing over those four years. So um, if you can find ways to reduce that cost before, you know, you graduate, definitely Ha-ha. take advantage. With that being said, I got one of my other old school hustling <laughs> techniques that you cannot <laughs> find in any book and, I, and you only hear it on two black guys with good credit. And it's simple things. It's always keeping your hustle on and looking at opportunities. And one of them is that look for a campus job when you're in school, even if it's part-time. Work at the bookstore, or if they still have them now, e-bookstore, whatever they have. <laughs> Assist with a professor. 
maybe even do janitorial duties on campus. Who cares? Because you know what? You could become an employee of the university. And an employee of a university, you get discount on your tuition when going to that school. And it could be something as a part-time job allows you to get tuition reimbursement. Is that not working on your hustle? And hey, if you imagine you got a job as security, parking lot security, you can still study, make money, and get money and get your discount towards your tuition. That's not a win-win? Love it. No, it's exactly. a win-win. Yes, because federal and private student loans uh, do... And what's great, just to keep this in mind, guys, there's no prepayment penalty. So if you're taking in these strategies that Sean and Derek are talking about, Credit King himself, and get this paid down earlier, you're not penalized. So that's another win on top of the win. So nothing is stopping you from making payments during your in-school and grace period. There you go. I actually didn't even pay off my loans when I was in school. I didn't practice what I preached. I wish I did. Um, I had the opportunity to... That's when you were the, that's when you were the credit prince then. Yeah. You weren't the credit king then. You were the credit I, prince. I, I, I finessed things a different way back then. You know, I had the opportunity to grab a couple scholarships and did it that way. You were the, you were the credit intern? <laughs> yeah, but just so you know, Derek, there are some lenders that will even reduce the interest rate for the borrower if they do commit to paying in the uh, during school. Nice. Well, I was always a finance guy, and I paid my uh, t- school loan back within three years after I graduated. But guess what? I wish I never did. I wish I bought real estate. The interest rate was like 1%. I wish I bought real estate and allowed the real estate to pay off my student loan. But that, hey, let me get off on the tangent. Hey, <laughs> don't, don't beat yourself I, up. I know. I wish I never did pay it off, to be quite frank that quickly. And while we're talking about regrets, even though I didn't pay down my debt in school, I did plan the future with a high salary to make up for the difference in graduation. I did that planning. You know, maybe we're different, but I spent my last year Uh of college interviewing all the time until I found a job that was worthy of me working for. I cut my dreadlocks. I got a suit, hit the ground running. Wait, 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 wait. You just, I heard everything, but I heard something that just almost put a not in my stomach. You said you cut your dreads? You cut You've your never dreads? seen me with dreads. I cut them, man. I had to. I'm not cutting my Rastafarian dreads. So, so you've had your dreads for a long time? Long. Very long, my friend. Very, very, very long. Wait, 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 wait. Derek, let me just that gets, you know set the record straight here. I've known Sean, and Sean went into corporate America bald. Okay? Oh, <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, okay. Hey, hey, <laughs> he didn't hey, know hey, his dreads after he left corporate America. So don't let him fool you. Hey, exactly. Hey, hey. <laughs> Mr. Militant, no. <laughs> well, with that being said, Dion, thank you for sharing that. I think it's about time we go to commercial <laughs> and make some money so Derek can afford to grow his dreads back. Matt, take us away. NickNightDirect.com is the fast, easy way to shop online. To buy an item from any U.S. website, just go to NickNightDirect.com. That's N-I-C-N-A-T Direct.com. Choose your method of payment and we'll ship, handle duties, and deliver your item straight to your door. I'm Sean of NickNightDirect.com and you have my word. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious. We're talking student loans, get smart from the start. We talked about funding your education and making loan the student loan not your first option, but the last option. Then we talked about now that you are in school, how to hustle and to keep that debt minimized. And now we're talking about repaying that bad boy. Yes, the time has come to repay. And we have some insight on that. Derek, what do you got to say? All right, so there's this horror movie, right? And you're in this horror movie. So, so let's, let's think about this for a second. You're no longer in school, and boom, 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 someone comes knocking at the door. Who is it? I'm, I'm scared already. <laughs> Jehovah Witness? <laughs> Department of Education. <laughs> Department of Education or your private student loan officer. They come into your door telling you they want your money. <laughs> Same thing happened to me. I went to a technical school for a certificate before getting my bachelor's, and I learned the hard way that private loans don't have a six-month grace period. Moved to North Carolina for a new job, and the next day, they hit me up for cash. Wow. I was just totally distraught. Well, you know, one thing I want to tell people is that it's time to go shopping. Not at six, not at Saks Avenue, not at Macy's, not at J. Crew or Derek, your J. Crew factory, <laughs> but I'm talking shop- I'm talking shopping your loan. Okay? You're not married to 
the loan amount, the loan uh, terms. You can shop that around and find a better deal out there. This is America, people. <laughs> there are deals all over the place. As Gambino would say. This is America. <laughs> yes, indeed. Sean's absolutely right. Shop that bad boy. And I'm going to give the top six lenders for refinancing your student loan for 2018. So I'm sure you're seeing the posters everywhere now. The industry is just spurred with the, with the skyrocketing student uh, loan debt that's happening here in the U.S. So starting off with Ernest at number one, Laurel Road, uh, SoFi, LendKey, Common Bond, and Citizens Bank are the top six, according to studentloanhero.com. And that's not surprising. I mean, it's a trillion-dollar industry, like you said, so... I've actually got experience with Linkey, SoFi, and Ernest. Basically, in that order, um, bounced around. So now I'm with Ernest. Took a few weeks to get that process done because most of those companies are backed up with tons of applications. But since I'm a black guy with good credit, I knew I would have no issues yes. getting approved. <laughs> yes, you are, my brother. Yes, you are. I was also able to get a couple months without payment since a friend referred me. We were both paid a couple hundred bucks from the company. I even think SoFi right now is offering TSA pre-check for new applicants. And now you can get a full summary of what you're paying into. Fixed interest rate based on your credit. Now you're coming back to becoming the credit king that I know you as so well to be. I love getting free stuff. I mean, how else would you get free stuff for paying your bills? Man, I love swag. <laughs> well, I'm all about the interest rate. Look at the interest rate you're paying. Because like I said in the earlier, previously, is that sometimes it may not be in your best interest to pay off your student loan. Like I said earlier, I was paying a 1% interest rate. I could have found maybe a, a CD... Uh, a fixed income investment, maybe bought some... That $30,000 back then could have bought me a nice three-family down payment for a nice three-family brownstone in Brooklyn. And the money that I earned could have paid back my student loan. Hence why I said I shouldn't have been in a rush to pay back a 1% student loan. Sometimes people get too much anxiety over this loan and think they have to rush to pay it off because when I paid off my loan and take it from me, I went in there with that $29,000 check thinking that there was going to be balloons. Trumpets. There was going to be a celebration. I was going to get champagne. <laughs> I, I, I still remember the day I paid off my student loan, and it was nothing. They were just looking at me, okay, <laughs> nothing. They didn't even offer me a free pen. I didn't even get a pen. They were just like, okay, great. <laughs> so I'm not telling you not to pay off your student loan, but I'm saying look at the options. Look at what the rate you're paying, the terms you're paying. And there may be another investment opportunity that's out there that can outweigh the the money that you make on that development on, excuse me on that investment will outweigh the cost of your loan and use that to pay off just so loan. just that's so we all know can you let us know what decade that was where you got a one percent interest rate and a brownstone was going for 30k i just i just want to make sure i know what decade whatever. that was it was disco eight tracks whatever dude whatever great depression dude. it was no eight track playing good though it was still in the I just want to say it was pre-9-11, if everybody knows what that was. It was a few centuries before 9-11, just just saying. All right. (laughs) Yes, but getting back to the business at hand, gentlemen, um, there are two types of after-graduation repayment. Um, There's one option called fixed repayment, and under that situation, uh, it's basically a flat repayment um, on a monthly basis, fixed, typically about $25 per loan per month, and then followed by a fully amortized payment of principal and interest once the loan enters their actual repayment period. Um, There's also full deferment. So under full deferment, the borrower does not make any payments during the in-school and grace period. Interest continues to accrue, and then if unpaid, it is capitalized, and then the borrower begins to make full amortized uh, payments of the principal and interest when the loan And that's when we get sticker shock, that huge, huge loan balance. Good Lord. Exactly. As I say it, don't stress it, establish a plan and execute it. It's that simple. Don't stress it, establish a plan and execute. Definitely. If you can, see if you can find a company that offers student loan forgiveness, private or public. Tons of options. It's so true. You know, I have so many friends. Like, I just was at, you know, uh, my my son had a regular uh, doctor's appointment. And he was saying he went to a CUNY school, which is a city university. And they're paying for him to go to grad school. You know, and and only had to do work there for six months. And they cover his tuition. That's amazing. I have another friend. She's an, That's she's awesome. an attorney. And part of her, she went to Yale and graduating from Yale... Um, she was able, if she worked for um, a nonprofit or a government agency, 
they would pay, they'd give her tuition reimbursement. So, you know, one of you young people, when you're graduating, one of your questions, and he, this guy said at the hospital today, he said, he, in his interview, he's asked, what about, what do you offer as far as tuition reimbursement or, or paying towards your education? And I think it maybe shouldn't be your first question in your interview round, but it should be part of your interview questions because that's thousands of dollars that could come right back to you. Definitely. And keep it in your pocket. And we all know I'm very advantageous. So I would say take advantage of government benefits like student loan interest deduction on your taxes. If you've got to pay it anyway, don't miss up the chance to get some nice tax deductions. Totally. So they can deduct up to $2,500 in interest, right, Derek? And that's on federal and private loans. You know, so definitely look into it. There's actually an irs.gov calculator that can help you figure it out if you qualify. Sometimes it can be tied to income. So again, go to www.irs.gov help ITA. Can I claim a deduction for a student loan interest hyphens in between? But um, yes, definitely go to irs.gov and check it out. Well, it's time for a not a speed round, a speed conversation, <laughs> people. We're going to go through the top 10 student loan tips for recent grads, okay? You guys ready? Dion, do you have ready. your ammunition ready? Ready to ready? fire away. Derek, do you have I yours? just need a drum roll. That's all we need. Matt, give us a little drum roll there. Number one, know your loans. It's important to keep track of the lenders, the balance, and repayment status for each of your student loans. Believe it or not, it sounds as simple as it is. Some people don't know where their loans came from, how many loans they have. Know your loans. This detail determines your options for your loan repayments and forgiveness because you may be able to consolidate all those bad boys into one. So you got to know where they're all coming from. What do you got Good on me? Good point. Here? Well, know your grace period. I can't say that enough. Do not get caught slipping. Different loans have different grace periods, and you do not want to get caught not knowing when you have to start repaying. I feel you on that one. What do you got for me, Dion? Yes. Number three, stay in touch with your lender. <laughs> Don't go hiding under a rock. Open every letter. Do not ignore any correspondence. It will bite you later. Believe it or not, student loan mail is not junk <laughs> mail, right. young people. It's mail that you need to open. <laughs> it's not junk. <laughs> well, I got some to top that one. Number four, pick the right repayment option. Longer repayment schedule, maybe less monthly payment payments, but overall more interest. So because you amortize it out for 30 years and you're paying less than if you would have paid for 20 years or 10 years, doesn't mean that you're saving. It could be costing you more. But remember what I said earlier, depending if you have an investment option that can outweigh that, that may be an option to stretch it out. But look at your options and look at and weigh between longer and shorter repayment options. What you got, Derek? Number five, don't panic. If you're having trouble making payments because of unemployment, health problems, or other unexpected financial challenges, remember that you have options for managing your federal student loans. There are tons of options out there like forbearance and deferments and other legitimate ways to temporarily postpone your federal loan payments. Yes. Look into those people. And you've got it because that's the way you're going to stay out of trouble. Don't ignore your student loans. It has serious, serious consequences that can last a lifetime. Uh, Not paying can lead to delinquency and default. And just so you know, again, bankruptcy isn't an option for federal student loans. They will tag your credit. You're going to want to buy a house someday. So, yeah, it's better to, to stay on it. Number seven, prepay if you can. If you can afford to prepay and you have the option, you can do that. You know, if you're one of that person that, like, stresses out, you know, and you want to reduce the stress, hey, if you can prepay a little, why not? Derek? So, number eight, pay off the most expensive loans first. Absolutely. Since your loans are, since you have loans comprised of multiple different loans, pay off the one that's the most expensive first and keep chipping your way down. Makes sense to me. And now, the bigger question is to consolidate or not to consolidate. That would be number nine. So a consolidation loan, it basically combines multiple loans into one single monthly payment and one fixed interest rate, right? Much more manageable. Um, if this is appealing, there are some pros and cons to consider. So you can consolidate your federal student loans through the direct loan program. Um, and this calculator can help you figure out uh, what your interest rate would be. Uh, for private consolidation loans, shop around, like Sean said, carefully for a low you know, or fixed interest rate if you can find one. And make sure you read all the fine print. 
never consolidate federal loans into a private loan, uh, or you'll lose all those repayment options that uh, Derek had shared with you earlier, and all the borrower benefits. Uh, yes, I said borrower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my and, Lord. Uh, <laughs> I'm Canadian, and that sounds uh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like... No, but I mean, the borrower benefits, uh, was it borrower? Borrower. Anyways, um, like the unemployment deferments, the loan forgiveness programs, that all comes with federal loans, right? So don't, don't let that slip. And number 10, the finale, drumroll mat, please. Loan forgiveness, what we talked about throughout the show. These are various programs that will forgive all or some of your federal student loan if you work in a certain field or for certain types of employers. Like we mentioned, public loan service forgiveness is a federal program that gives any student debt remaining after 10 years of qualifying for payments for people in government, nonprofit, or other public service jobs. Find out more at IB, I as in Igloo, B as in Bob, Ours in range info.org. There are other federal loan forgive there are other federal loan forgiveness options available for teachers, nurse, cops, um, Peace Corps volunteers and professionals as well as some state school and private programs. So research, do your homework. Like I said, that caps it. I don't care where you're going to school, what you're studying you can get some kind of forgiveness, debt, or scholarship. And I'm holding my word to that. So that's it. And just pay attention to that to that nonprofit piece right there. Just, just thinking about that. As long yeah, as you work full-time yeah, nice. at a nonprofit, 501c3, you're eligible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've said it several times today, but remember, federal and private loans don't have a prepayment penalty. So if you can, knock it out. And they are almost impossible to discharge in bankruptcy. So just face the music, start smart, and, you know, stay the course. There you have it, people. What we just said, get smart from the start. It's student loans. Matt, take us to commercial so we can close this bad boy show out. Thank you, Sean. This sponsorship break is brought to you by Clean. Clean is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars. To bring it to a school or organization near you, please visit www.financiallyclean.com. Welcome back to the show. It's student loans getting smart from the start. Dion. What resources do you have to share with our good people? Well, I'll say this. Anything that you want to know about student loans, definitely check out studentguru.com. They are a wealth of information. Um, I also want to say we always want you to start, you know, working smarter, not harder. Technology is your friend. So if you want to um, really have an accurate way, uh, an efficient way of researching scholarships, there's a young man called Christopher Gray. He's the founder of the Scholly app. Yes, there's an app for that. He actually uh, won $1.3 million in scholarships himself before he decided to actually launch this app. And just a little tidbit of information, because I like to do that sometimes. Um, It was actually when he presented his idea on Shark Tank on ABC, that was the biggest fight in Shark Tank history when he came with that uh, particular piece of technology. So definitely worth checking out. Um, and don't forget to email us your questions. We love hearing from you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Black Guys Good Credit. And don't forget to leave us a five star review and make it easier for others to find us. Like Ariel, the yoga teacher, she said this podcast is running on all cylinders. It's so well researched and deeply thought out. It makes sense for my rational mind, but also my heart. They take on complex themes and break them down into digestible bits. Also, they offer tons of resources. Plus, it's funny. Seriously, this crew puts the fun in financial. Did you get it? I love (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Anyway, this is the best part. I paid off over $36,000. 
$100,000 of debt in 10 months this year, following the logic that these guys model and describe. So grateful for this podcast. Keep it up. Keep it up. Namaste from a big fan, Ariel, a white gal with good credit. Smiley face. Thank you, Ariel. That's what reminds us of why we do what we do. Thank you. And my name is Dion Nichols, the lady with the history, the stats, and the cold hard facts. And Derek, I'll let you take it from here. Yep. So everyone remember that financing your education is more than applying for a loan. You've got to do your research to make the best decision. Remember, when opportunity knocks, make sure you're there to answer the door. And when your student loans come knocking, answer that too. Just be strategic about your message, about your methods, and you'll be fine. Well, my takeaway is, you know, I teach financial literacy in our program called Financially Clean. And one thing I reiterate time and time again to my students is that, you know, the key winning into graduating from college is not only graduating from college, but graduating with minimal debt. So you really need to make a continuous effort to minimize that debt and find ways in which you can reduce it, you can uh, grant it, you can bursary, you can scholarship it, but just keep it to a minimum and graduate. So as I say every show, people, your money is your money. It needs to belong in your damn pocket. I'm Sean from Two Black Guys with Good Credit. See you soon, good people. Black guy. 